house it's me it's your man it's your main man and host it's all walls i'm back again episode 51 coming at you post christmas and i'm so glad you guys are back to join me as always i'd like to just say thank you to everybody hope you guys all had a great christmas we got new year's just around the corner and i appreciate the hell out of all you guys and all the support i've been getting so again thank you thank you thank you I appreciate you guys so much. As always, let's just do that quick housekeeping, get it out of the way. If you guys could, please comment. Comment on the posts. Comment on Spotify, on Apple, on Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening. Throw some comments. Subscribe. Give it a rate. Give it a review. Just let me know. Let me know what you guys think. And as always, please, if you could, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with that dude walking down the street you don't even know. Let them know. Old Wall's house. It's the place to be. Okay. One last housekeeping thing before we get to it. T-shirt giveaway. Still available for this week and this week only. Get yourself entered by sharing the podcast on any social media. Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be. Just tag me when you share it. Wally's World 09 on Instagram and Twitter. Jordan Wallenberg on Facebook. If you tag me in it, I will enter you into the t-shirt giveaway. We'll be giving away a proportional number of t-shirts. Not telling you guys exactly how many because I don't know exactly how many. So make sure you guys get yourself entered. We will be announcing the winner or winners next week on next week's show. All right. So this week, we got to talk about some Packers. We got to talk about the Packers. We got NFL football. We got some Flyers. We got some UNC basketball. Not a whole lot, as you guys can see by the the length of the show. Not a ton going on. It was Christmas week, so, you know, friends and family stuff. And you guys were all probably busy anyway, too. So, all right. Without any, any further ado, let's just get into this. So you're saying... There's a chance. The Packers are still alive. I I don't know how. They got they were four and eight just four weeks ago with calling for Jordan Love. I was calling for Jordan Love probably two weeks ago. But the Packers aren't dead yet. The Packers are not dead yet. It was a Christmas gift from the Miami Dolphins. The Packers take them out. 26 to 20. When Tua decided uh, to be the gift that just keeps on giving, he threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter. Everyone just a little more critical than the one before. Turns out, uh, turns out Mr. Tua had to, uh, self-reported himself for, uh, for concussion symptoms today, Monday, as I'm, as I'm recording. So maybe that's why he forgot which fucking color his team was wearing on Christmas Day. But hey, the pack get it done somehow, some way. The offense that was getting shredded in the first half at one point two was six of nine for I think two oh four and a touchdown. 
Somehow, some way, they hold the Dolphins scoreless in the second half. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't really get it. I. They were not good in the first half, but. I guess they got it done. I guess that's all you can say. They got it done. The Packers won. Rodgers looked a little better in the second half. He was missing some throws again in the first half. The win came with a price. Four injuries. Four four very important injuries. Keyson Nixon, Christian Watson, Yash Nyman, and Big Dean Lowry. All go down with injuries. All are listed as day-to-day heading into Sunday's game with the Vikings. Nixon was a groin. Where did my... I had this all up. My computer's deciding it just doesn't want to do it. Nixon was a groin. Watson's a... Watson a hip? All right, here we go. Nyman was a shoulder. Big Dean was also a shoulder. Where was Watson's? Just want to confirm. I, yeah, hip. So, out of, on his way out of the locker room Sunday night, Watson said his hip was okay, and I'll be all right, he said. So, hopefully those guys are back, because going to need all of them. Because Keyson Nixon has been an absolute game changer this year in the return game. He has the most kick return yards through Week 16. He came on about five weeks ago. (laughs) He has 825 kick return yards. Got 115 on Sunday and two returns. Packers didn't score on the one he took down to like the 15. But, you know. Oh, God, here we go again. Don't be Keenan Allen. Okay, I'm watching. I got the uh, Chargers-Colts game on, second quarter. We'll get to it, but I'm sweating out Keenan Allen. So, yeah, Keyson Nixon's been huge. Going to need him against the Vikings. Going to need Christian Watson against the Vikings. Going to need Yash Neiman. Going to need Big Dean. Those four dudes got to find a way to play. But yeah, it was amazing. The Packers were only down 2013 in the first half. It felt like every time the Dolphins needed it, they could pick up like 25 yards. So you never know. You never know what could happen. But yeah, they got all the breaks. They got all the breaks they needed. Not only did they get all the breaks they needed in the game, They got all the breaks they needed around the league with the teams they needed to lose. The Seahawks lost. That was the loss they needed from the Seahawks. We're good there. The Giants lost. That was just icing on the cake after the Commanders lost. And then just for shits and giggles, the Lions lost too. That didn't really matter, but why not? So now, it all comes down to this. Packers have two more games to win. The Vikings... And the Lions, both teams they've lost to this year. The Vikings handled them. The Lions, that was that was an ugly game. There's Keenan Allen again, son of a bitch. Vikings game was ugly. Lions, sorry, Vikings game, yeah, they're both ugly. They were both ugly. And then one more loss from the Commanders. They got the Browns and the Cowboys. Hopefully the Cowboys have something to play for in Week 18. So, you know, hey, there's there's a chance. There's still a chance. Keenan Allen's up to 11 points. 
I just need him to get like less than 30. So yeah, so but the, the catch is they're gonna end up playing the, the 49ers, I think. They'll be the last team in. Where are the standings? Let me get the standings. Just for right now, we'll do a quick standings to see where the Niners are. The Vikings are currently slated in the two slot, but then the nine the, for the Packers to get in, they'd have to beat the Vikings. So we're we're you know we're dancing, we're dancing on the edge of the cliff. We're living to die another day. So hey, maybe next week we'll come back and we'll say we've got good news after the Vikings. What's the line? What's the Vikings Packers line for next week? Do they even have that out yet? Week seventeen. Oh my God! The Packers are favored by three and a half. Oh, oh man! Everybody's all in. Fucking Mike Florio, pro football toxic. The Packers are way better off as the seven seed than they are the one seed. They're not. They're not better off having to beat the Forty ers in San Fran and then have to go beat the Eagles in Philly. That's just not to make the NFC title game. That's not how it works. They may have choked away games the last couple of years as the one seed, and they may have 12 years ago in 2010 run the table as the sixth seed. But this is a very different team, and Mike Florio is a fucking idiot. So there's that. Let's move around the rest of the NFL. Big game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles led by one Gardner Minshew. Could Minshew Madness get it done? No, couldn't. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Cowboys get a win. It's a good solid win for the Cowboys. I know it was backup quarterback, but Eagles are solid, man. Like there's a reason they were 13 and 1, 13 and 2 now. They uh they're they're gonna be a force if they can get Jalen Hurts back. So the Eagles and the Cowboys, they trade wins against backups, home teams with the starters both time, pick up the win. And uh, Dak had another turnover in this game and got sacked six times. I think he's had a turnover every game since he's been back. It's a little concerning, I would have to imagine, for Cowboys fans. Speaking of turnovers, Eagles, two turnovers in the last five minutes. Still, still with that, they had a chance to win it at the end. So, not many moral victories in the NFL. But, but the moral victory is you took the Cowboys to the limit with Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew as your quarterback. Maybe, maybe that's a good sign. Elsewhere, elsewhere, the Bengals. They get their first win in New England since 19. 19- 86. 1986. Ronald Reagan was the president in 1986. There have been five presidents since, am I right? Bush Sr., Clinton, Younger Bush, Obama, DJT, six if you count Biden. Six presidents since then. Incredible. They stayed one game ahead of Baltimore. Baltimore eked out a win over the Falcons. So Bengals still in control of their division. 
So that was a, a big win for them over a you know, pretty solid Patriots team, I think. So, you know, what do they got going forward? Um, I already moved on a week instead of looking at the past week here. What do we got for the Bengals moving forward? Where are we at? Bengals, Bengals. 11 and 4. Ooh, big one. Monday night football against the Buffalo Bills in uh, at home, at home form. And then the Ravens to end the year. So I think they still have the fate of the division in their hand. I think a loss and a win still probably gets it done for them if they beat the Ravens earlier this year. Oh, my app's freaking. My app's tweaking. They did beat the Ravens earlier this year. So their division is firmly placed in their hands. Uh, the Vikings. The Vikings win another tight one. This time on the leg of Greg Joseph, a 61-yarder. And I swear to God, if Justin Herbert's rolling around and he was trying to throw it to Keenan Allen in the end zone, they're just trying to screw me. Uh, Back to the Vikings. Back to the Vikings now. Yeah, the Vikings, uh, big win. Big win. Their 11th win by one score or less, this time on the leg of Greg Joseph, as I was saying, 61 yards. 61 yards. Let's start with the kick. The kicking in the NFL has come so far in the past, like, 10 to 15 years. It's incredible. We're going to take a quick pause here. Again, I'm going up against Keenan Allen and Fanny. It's fancy. It's really big. Herbert was looking right at him. He had to check off down the Eckler. That's fantastic. Just kick the field goal. Don't be heroes. Take your three points. Don't risk throwing to Keenan Allen. Ah, oh, sorry. I am so sorry, people. I'm getting so distracted. It's to make the playoffs and fancy. We're getting there. We'll get there. I promise we're going to talk about it. Vikings, 11 one-score games. They've won 12 games this year. Their only, their only game they didn't win by one score against the Green Bay Packers. It's incredible. 11 score, 11 one-score games. 12 wins. They beat the Packers 23-7 to to start the year. Every other win for them has been one score. Four points over the Lions, three over the Saints, seven over the Bears, eight over the Dolphins, eight over the Cardinals. So they're taking some liberty with the... I mean, it's not, it's not really. I mean, it's one score. Three with the Commanders, three with the Bills, lost 40-3. to Seven over the Pats, five over the Jets, lost to the Lions, three over the Colts, and three over the Giants. Incredible. Just absolutely incredible. Big loss for the Giants, too. That one could have really helped them put a foothold, like getting into the playoffs, as the Lions and Commanders both lost. But now they lose. I still think they're in a decent spot as long as they don't lose the rest of their games. But... It's hard. There's so many teams going on, but I think they're still okay. Oh, what else? Oh, this was a big one playoff wise. Texans beat the Titans. The Titans was like seven and two at one point, or seven and three. And I think the Jet, uh, the Jacksonville Jags were three and seven, which is where we're going with this. So the Texans beat the Titans. Jacksonville beats the Jets, which means 
no matter what happens for those two teams next week, week 18 determines the AFC South. So Titans and Jags for all the marbles in the AFC South week 18. That game has a high, high, high chance to be flexed into primetime. I believe they're doing Saturday primetime games. No Sunday night football. If I've, if I've read correctly, Tom terrific, Tom terrific. He does it again. He cannot be stopped. He just finds a way and finds a way and finds a way. After I fell asleep, I I couldn't. I was just in bed watching it, and I just fell asleep. And roommate was yelling at me, "Turn the damn TV off!" I was like, "All right, I'm falling asleep anyway." I wake up this morning to see Tom terrific. He did it again. His like 57th game winning drive. They scored 10 unanswered in the fourth to send it to OT, and then. TB12 goes six for six in OT and uh, suck up hits the, the game winner. Incredible. They stay alive. They're seven and eight still in first in their division at seven and eight. Christmas Eve, the Steelers also scored 10 unanswered. They scored 10 in the fourth on a TD with 50 seconds left to beat the Raiders. That keeps them alive somehow, some way. So let's talk first. Let's do my fantasy football. I have a team that's way out of it. I have a team that's going to lose in the quarterfinals. Because that league, we go right to the end. The the league I'm in the quarterfinals, we go right to the end. The league I'm already out, I finished dead last in. Two other leagues. My ESPN league and my Yahoo league. The two leagues I've probably talked about most on this podcast. I'm in the semis. One of which I got to buy into. The other, I won my way to. In the Yahoo League, unless Justin Herbert starts throwing interception after interception, I'm pretty much okay. Unless there's an incredible stat correction. Or Justin Herbert just decides to lose mass amounts of points. I'm up about 10 points right now. I've got Herbert still going. Nobody else for my opponent. I'm up 136 to 126. Just need Herbert not to like lose eight points in the second half and then get stat corrected to hell. In my ESPN league, I'm sweating. I'm sweating at people. I'm going, I'm up 20 points, just under 20 points, 19 points essentially. And I'm going up against Keenan Allen. You probably never would have guessed I was going up against Keenan Allen at this point. But I am, and he has 12.95 points already. Hey, Staley, let's run the rock in the second half. Let's run the rock. Thank you. That's all. All right. Um, A couple other notes before we get into playoff stuff. Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett. I think 15 games is all he got this year. And the Sunday ticket is going to YouTube TV. I am a subscriber of YouTube TV. One of the reasons I subscribed to YouTube TV after leaving DirecTV was that they had the Red Zone channel, the NFL Red Zone channel, Scott Hansen Red Zone channel. I do miss my man Andrew Siciliano's Red Zone channel. 
I wonder if this means I'll have the opportunity to get it back. The Scott Hansen Red Zone channel is much more cost-efficient. I will say that, though. All right, let's go around the league. Any scores I missed of games that probably were noteworthy that just didn't speak to me? Saints beat the Browns. That keeps them. That kept them alive. Panthers, I think that kept them alive by winning as well. Yes, Saints and Panthers both stay alive by winning to go to six and nine. What a statement that was. Bills big win. Chiefs beat the Seahawks. Nothing crazy there. They're in a race for the number one overall seed in the AFC. 49ers do what us Packers fans needed them to do and beat the Commanders. Brock Purdy still looks solid. The Broncos get absolutely boat raced. Oofta, oofta, oofta. 51 to 14 against the, the LA Rams, who just are no good. No good. All right. Let's look at the standings here for playoffs. See what we got. Bills currently have the first round by, as of now, in the AFC. They're tied record rise with the Chiefs, but they have a tiebreaker because they, they beat the Chiefs earlier this year, correct? Yes, 24-20. Okay, see, my memory's not totally shot. Right now, the division leaders, you got the Bengals, one game up on the Ravens. Like we said, they pretty much hold all the you know all the cards in their hand. Oh, uh Franco Harris died. Uh Pittsburgh Steeler running back, immaculate reception, Penn State running back. Met him one time. Odd guy. Odd guy. But uh, rest in peace. AFC South, Titans, Jags. We talked about that one. AFC West, Chiefs have that one locked up. Chargers playing right now. A win, I think, goes a long way for them. The Dolphins, yeah, the, the win will put them up ahead of, you know, a full game ahead of the Dolphins. And then behind the Dolphins, you got Pats, Jets, Titans, Steelers, all at seven and eight. You have to imagine. I'm struggling to see a way Jacksonville and the Titans can make it. I think I think you're pretty much looking at Pats, Jets, Steelers for the last position. Over in the NFC, <clears throat> we all know the Packers are sneaking around. They are the seven and eight team that can do it. I think the Lions can still do it if the Commanders lose one more game. The Seahawks, I'm not totally sure, but the Packers have the cards. You know, they're holding all the cards if the Commanders lose because they beat the Lions and they have a tiebreaker over the Seahawks somehow. We didn't play the Seahawks this year, I don't believe, did we? No, 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 we did not. But, uh, Man, just if the Packers would have won one more game this year, one more game, they led the Giants at half. They lose. They get blown out by the Jets. They blow the game against the Commanders. They lose to the Lions, fifteen to nine. Oh, gosh, just so yeah. The the NFL. I think it was twenty five of thirty two teams were still technically in the playoff hunt going until this past week. So. All right, that's what we got for the NFL. We're we're right down to the stretch, people. We're right down to the stretch. The Chargers have done it, and I have done it. 
I have successfully moved on to the finals in two, two of my fantasy football playoffs. I will be heading in my for pay Yahoo League. I will lose in my non for pay Yahoo League. And I will be going in my ESPN League. Keenan Allen did not, did not screw me. He got himself 11 receptions for 104 yards, but no touchdowns. No touchdowns saved me there. He almost had an additional two points for yardage and another six. So he would have got to 26. So I still have been safe, but he was making me sweat. He was making me sweat. So, yeah, the Chargers uh, kneeing it out right now. They will secure a playoff spot for themselves. The big dick Nick Foles-led Colts give up seven sacks tonight. Uh, The Jeff Saturday experiment had been, I think, pretty much over, but I think it's officially over now. He'll finish out the year, of course, but... There won't be a next year. So, yeah, the Chargers are in. The Ravens are in. The Bengals are in. The Chiefs are in. The Bills are in, and they're the leaders. Uh, Also currently in Dolphins and Jags. We've talked about the Jags and Dolphins already. Bills and Chiefs next week on Monday Night Football. Sorry, Bills and Bengals next week. I'm, I'm looking at the graphic from ESPN here. Bills and Bengals next week on Monday Night Football. Bengals, they said, I didn't even think of this. Bengals still in the hunt for the top overall seed. Obviously, a win over Buffalo would go would go a long way to doing that, and then they need some help from Kansas City. But all right, that's all we had for football. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys in the fantasy football playoffs next week. Let's hit everybody with that Flyers update. You know, about standard for the, you know, one and two. Standard for the year thus far. Start out strong. Went over the Columbus Blue Jackets. 5-3 win on Tuesday. All right. Good start to Christmas week, right? Nah. Nah. Let's not get out of control. Dump a competitive one against the Maple Leafs on Thursday. And then Friday. Interesting game. I watched for a while. Become 6-2. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I think I quit at 5-2. It's like, I'm out. Next thing I know, I look at the score afterwards, 6-5. Flyers scored, three, Flyers scored three goals in the third period to, to kind of make it a tight one. But alas, just another one and two week. Head out west. A little west coast road trip. Would we, can we stop throwing it to Keenan Allen? Oh my God, I'm sorry. It's infecting every part of this podcast. That's his second catch. Like, we just don't need to do it. You're going to beat the Colts. He has nine catches for 96 yards. That's 18 points. I'm going to hurl. I'm going to hurl. If I lose because he scores 30 points, I'm going to (sighs) hurl. Flyers. Flyers West Coast road trip. Sharks on Thursday coming back. I'm not going to watch any. I'll take that back. I'll watch some of the Kings game. But Sharks on 930 Central Time, no chance. I go to bed at like 8.30. I might watch the game start, and then I'll get yelled at to turn the TV off like five minutes in. Flyer Saturday, uh, sorry, Kings, LA Kings Saturday at 3. Good time for a game. Saturday at 3. Love it. 
and then the, the Anaheim Ducks Monday, Monday night at nine. I'm probably going to catch that one. So that's what we got going. Just, you know, standard fare from them. Just losing. Being, uh, you know, not winners. Being losers. So, till next week when we brought on some more losses. Let's talk to Tar Heels, baby. The, another win. The Heels. Getting hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Tar Heels take down Michigan, man. Hey, that was a good win. Wasn't a great win, but it was a good win, and it'll do. The heels, baby. The heels. So get this. Get this, though. So they went 80-76 before we kind of break the game down at all. 80-76. Where's my Where's my note? Damn it. Here we go. The line is four and a half. So you guys can figure out what happened. Michigan covers. The over-under is 153 and a half. 156. The over-hits. Here's the catch. There's five seconds left. The score is 80 to 73. And... Michigan comes down and nails a three with 0.5 seconds remaining. 0.53. Michigan covers and the over hits. Some dude bet UNC in the under and wanted to kill himself. And somebody bet Michigan and over and they were dancing on the table. There's nothing like betting college and NBA. Not, not just college and NBA. I mean, I guess I don't think you probably bet in high school basketball, but just basketball in general. Like the last second shots. Can we stop? No, they, they just keep throwing it to Keenan Allen. You know what's funny is we're going to put the Monday Night Football addendum in earlier in the show than we are right now because I go back and record that last. And oh, you're going to find out just if my agony, where it goes. Oh, but yeah, basketball, betting basketball, and just like the last second shots that are completely meaningless to the game. Michigan's down seven points. Just dribble it out. Nope, they launch a three. UNC ended up back in the top 25 with that win. And, you know, with UNC, it's it's the same all, same all. It's the same three dudes doing all the scoring. Armando Baycott, Caleb Love, RJ Davis. Nance had three points. Leaky Black tossed in nine. I think they got four from the bench. Let me double check. Puff Johnson had three, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Puff Johnson had three. Trimble had one, and Jalen Washington had one. Five points off the bench. 17 points not from the big three. Now, that being said, I do want to make note. Leaky Black does so much that doesn't show up on in the box score. Like, he plays great defense. He moves the ball well. He gets crucial rebounds. But still, it, it's worrisome. So, ACC schedule starts in earnest on, uh, on Friday. They head to Pittsburgh. A little 11 a.m. game. So, 
we'll see how they can handle it here going forward. It's time. It's time. It's passing thoughts time. So Nick Cannon, he's he's at it again, doing things. You know, he says he's just like Santa Claus. Nick Cannon says he travels all over for Christmas to see his 11 kids, just like Santa Claus. That man has some potent, potent seed. He just, there's just no quitting that guy. Strong swimmers, strong swimmers. He just really, he really does the trick. Whatever that dude. Oh, if we're worried about, uh, you know, global population decreasing, we should just figure out uh, what Nick Cannon's regimen is, and we should just get every male on the planet on that, and we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Oh, moving on, moving on. <clears throat> Notice this about older movies. It's I'm. It, this isn't groundbreaking, but it's just something. Just something. The the sound is so uneven. No, really noticed it again watching Die Hard. It's like when they're talking, it's kind of quiet, and then a gun goes off. And it's the loudest fucking thing in the world. Can we not balance that out even in like post 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 production? I don't know how many posts we need for a thirty year old movie. Like, we can level the sound out a little bit. Like, I know the gun needs to be louder, but when the gun's loud, like, can we at least make it when the people are talking? Can we make it audible? So that we don't have to to make the people audible, we don't have to make the gun sound like it was literally in your fucking living room? Again, I am, I would have no clue what that actually requires or if it's even possible. But it would be nice. It would be nice if we could do that. Heard uh, the driving around song. I think I think that's what it's called by uh, Colt Ford and Jason Aldean the other day. That song slaps, man. Especially if like that's what you did when. Let me see if that was the right. Yeah, driving around song. Colt Ford, Jason Aldean. That song slaps, especially if that's like what you did growing up when you're in high school and like you know in college you'd come home. You didn't really have anything else to do, live in a small town. You just go driving around. Just time to kill. It was the way to do it. Sometimes it was just all there was left to do. And that song just totally encaps- encapsulates it. So I love it. What else? What else? Let's. What else we got going on? Ooh. Made a uh, chicken bacon ranch pizza. We, like, we've been perfecting the pizza. I think I got the dough down. I got the dough down, so it was a nice thin dough. Big boomers decided to join us, uh, but yeah, I got the dough down. Big, th- uh, a good thin dough wasn't nice and wasn't thick, so really was working it, doing a lot of to- figuring out the tossing and how to handle it before, and then mixing, of course, the chicken and the bacon and the ranch, muy petit, mmm, perfecto. I'm a, I'm a true pizza maker now. True pizza maker. The roommate also made cinnamon rolls for Christmas. Oh, those things are good. I know. I think we talked a couple weeks ago about how Cinnabon has like the cinnamon rolls that maybe you can't compete with homemade. I may beg to differ. I may be, I may have to change my stance. The roommate's homemade cinnamon rolls are are something else. Listen to 
Jocko Willink's uh, Civil War podcast. That was pretty good. If you're a, like kind of a history nerd like I am, I would suggest checking it out. It was it was entertaining. It kind of brought a different a different aspect or a different angle to it. it. Wasn't just the bland history podcast that you can get. I have there are a couple of history podcasts I like that give it a little more personable approach and you know make it feel a little less like you're in a a high school history class or a college history class. I've liked I liked his take to it. I've always liked Dan Carlin's hardcore history. So if you like history, it's something to consider, something to check out. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. And I I know I'm definitely old because my favorite gifts now are appliances or cleaning mechanisms, things of that nature. We got the little the Bissell Little Green. It's a spot rug and upholstery uh, furniture cleaner. And we put that thing to work already. We cleaned some rugs, cleaned a couple little spots in the carpet from some stains from the dog. Cleaned up the couch. It's horrifying, the color of the water that it sucks out. Also have a stand, like a vacuum style carpet cleaner also horrifying the color of the water of that at the end too especially if you have pets i can't i cannot cannot suggest these things more you're gonna be horrified it's gonna be disgusting you're gonna be like i've lived in this goddamn filth but once you start doing it it's addicting at least me we're like what else can we clean we can do the stairs we can do this rug we can do that rug we can do the couch so you know that's what that's what Christmas is for me now. It was cold. It was cold here in the Midwest. You know, we get these great Midwest summers. But you know what? We have to deal with a Midwest winter, an upper Midwest winter. And oh, is it cold. We peaked down at negative 10 with a wind chill of negative 36. I know, Boomer. It was not fun. It was not fun. We can whine about it, but, you know, it's just what we got to deal with to get those Midwest summers. I am still leading my college football picks. I am 13. Am I 13 and 5 now? Let me check here real quick. Yep, 13 and 5. Leading by two over a couple guys at 12 and 6. Then a couple more at 11 and 7. So I am in the lead. I'm maintaining my lead tomorrow's game. I think there's just one game tomorrow. Ooh, do we got? Looks like Buffalo, Buffalo and somebody. Let's see what we can see here. Buffalo and somebody. NCAA football. Yeah, Buffalo and Georgia Southern. Oh, there's a there's a boatload of games tomorrow. We got Buffalo and Georgia Southern, Memphis and Utah State, Coastal Carolina and East Carolina. Wisconsin and I'm a man, Mike Gundy. A lot of games, a lot of games. I'll let you know. I'm going to roll with Buffalo and Memphis in the early games. And I believe Coastal and I'm a man, Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State in the late games. So it's starting to be some better bowl games. Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. So like I said, I had said after Christmas, bowl games are going to get better. So, yeah, I'm still winning. Going to try and hold on to this win. Lots of games left. 
So there are 43 total games. We are 18 in. We're not even to halftime. Not even to halftime. What else do we have here? Oh, I saw this this picture or tweet or something. What was it? It was a tweet. Now I'm never going to find it. You know how this works. Yep, I've lost it forever. It was something about a coach that you still call coach. Oh, here it is. If you've got teammates for life and still call your coach from 20 years ago, coach, your sports experience was badass. It is cool how you can still see people and call them coach. I still call my high school golf coach, coach, coach Farley. I still call coaches that I had for junior high sports coach in some aspect. I still call some coaches that I didn't even have as a coach in high school coach. That could really sting me because Austin Eckler just got tackled at about the half inch line. And I swear to God, if they throw a pass to Keenan Allen, I may jump off a bridge. But yeah, if you can still call your coach coach later in life, that's a touchdown, sir. Just run it. Just run it. We ran. Okay. Yeah. If you still call your coach coach later in life, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. I thought that was kind of cool. Had some cheesecake factory for lunch the other day. First of all, fantastic, fantastic cheesecake, of course. But their Louisiana chicken pasta, mm, mm, that's that's a winner. And turns out they may have the best chicken salad in the game. I didn't get the chicken salad. I had leftovers of someone who got the chicken salad. The chicken salad sandwich may be the best in the game. Maybe the best there is out there. It, it was It was on another level. So, whew, if you're ever at uh, if you're ever at Cheesecake Factory, I suggest it. Get the uh, get that chicken salad sandwich. All right, that's all I got for passing thoughts this week. Let's go wrap this up. Closing time, everybody. Once again, thank you guys for all the support. I appreciate it. I appreciate all you. We are back next week. As always, back next week. Episode fifty-two coming up next week. So. That means the t-shirt giveaway winners will be announced next week. We will be announcing them next week. So don't forget, last chance this week, share it on social media, share the pod, and you get yourself an entry into the t-shirt giveaway. You can get as many entries as you want. All This last week, I'm going to put it, I'm going to pull back some of the rules. You get an entry. Per social media, so YouTube, YouTube, even yeah, YouTube. I don't know why I said YouTube, probably because there's YouTube TV on in the background. YouTube, hell, why not? But Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, every time you share it, that's an entry for you. All right, people, we'll be back next week. Till then, peace.